could you pay me in advance? Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Whenever you're ready. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode something. There we go. <laughs> we'll put a robot voice in there, 442 no. or no, whatever it is. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Post-production is publish. Post-production is level it so there's nothing too high or too low, and that's it. All right. I edit. I, I drop in the beginning. I find something funny for the end, and then I just, I just, that's it. So, yep, this is us, folks, just un, unedited, the unfiltered beauty of our commentary. That's what you want. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a stream of consciousness. <laughs> Yes, it is. So, um, should we just yell spoiler right now? Well, I, I um, don't yell it. I'm not that. I, I don't have that much <laughs> I'll take two steps back and then yell spoiler. <laughs> and uh, we're probably going to spoil the whole season. Cause yeah, most definitely. Yeah, if you haven't, yeah, don't. So yeah. just, um, yeah, expect spoilers. Um, if you you're going to see spoiler in the show notes and in the if beginning, I so yeah. If you remember, so spoiler, folks, spoilers <laughs> for the Mandalorian. For the that's what we're doing. Spoiler: The Mandalorian is over for the. Oh, season. I thought we were doing season four of Dynasty. Well, no, that's after. Oh yeah, okay. That's after we got to do the newer uh, okay. stuff first. Um. Yeah! Wow! What an episode! Let's let's. Do you want to just jump right in? Do you yeah, have anything so- else? Oh, you know, before we start, a couple things. One, um, no, I just want to just because I'll forget later. That's just thank you. <laughs> want to start? Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> so I just want to thank folks who have checked out um, my other YouTube thing, uh, Ticket Stubs and Popcorn. This is not a plug. This is a thank you um, for folks who have, uh, you know, um, subscribed and watched and liked and all that kind of stuff. So thanks for that. I appreciate the support more coming soon. So um, that's all I have to say about that. So let's start talking about the Mandalorian, which is a show on Disney plus. Yes, it is. (laughs) It is a show on Disney plus. And um, uh, let's, let's take it from the beginning. Shall we? Yeah. So we start with a time jump a little bit. A little bit. There's a little and bit of a, of a skip. It's one of those things. I saw some stupid comment from someone, um, and I'm referring to a little bit of the scene where um, 
where the team, well, Boba Fett and um, and Din and Fennec, they're chasing after uh, that shuttle that right. has Dr. Pershing, Pershing, Pershing yeah. right, on it. And I saw something going, oh, so they just happened to find them in space and they're chasing them. And, oh, my God, the if amount of shit, idiot. the amount of shit that got unleashed on that mouth-breathing fool. <laughs> it's just like, dude, do you need everything fucking spelled out for you? There's one guy going, well, oh, you're one of those guys who says, I never see characters on TV go to the bathroom. Fuck you. Leave this group. It was like brutal. <laughs> it was amazing. And because you just have to watch it and go, okay, yeah, good. This is part of the plan. <laughs> Thank, Yeah, thanks for saving the time because... You know, I would rather that tight sort of storytelling because your brain goes, oh, they figured out where this dude is. And it was probably a pretty good leap. He was probably on Navarro. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they, they, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's not. It doesn't matter. He's not Gideon. He's not technically Imperial. He's a, he's a cloner. So he's working for the Imperials. He's apparently very important, um, but he wouldn't be difficult to find. Right. So, so, and it doesn't matter. Like I, I give me a show any day that starts off with like just straight action. It's like, buckle up motherfuckers. This is going to be a great 46 minutes. Yeah. Also, here's the other thing. What happened to him? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Did he stay on the shuttle? Anyway, so let's let's let's. So, Slave One is chasing a, a Lambda class Imperial shuttle, like from Return of the Jedi, and um, they dock with it, which I really wanted to see because I don't know how that's possible on that on that shuttle, but I don't care. I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Care. They get on board. And How fucking creepy must that have been to hear Boba Fett go prepare to be boarded? Yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, the way Slave One came slowly up so you could see him right? sitting in the cockpit. <laughs> Kind of like, I think the only, I think the only other person who finds it would that scary would be I don't know Mrs. Boba Fett <laughs> just creeping <laughs> up under the covers, um, prepared people. <laughs> by the way, uh, somebody took the um, the scene of Fett when he gets his armor back uh, two episodes ago or whatever, and laid in the robot chicken audio. <laughs> <laughs> where he pops up, he starts shooting the stormtroopers, and it's um, Brecken Meyer's voice or whoever it is <coughs> going, I'm back, assholes. <laughs> nice. That's so perfect. And then he even ends it with, oh, what does this little button do? Guided missile? I couldn't possibly, could I? Bam. <laughs> it was perfect. That's it was awesome. really good. I, I was I, Well done. Really, really happy with that one. Um, so, yeah, they board, and there's two um, Imperials wearing different kind of um, 
flight suits they have they have on these weird cloth helmets which i thought was was interesting well the empire's in a weird place like right now so they're like yeah. you know they're no longer the governing body but they're sort of this outlying sort of <laughs> like what the maga folks are going to be in you know a month so um <laughs> yeah so they these guys are more like actual pilots than the imperial officer looking ones that we've seen but anyway it doesn't yeah. matter one of them um surrenders right away and is like yeah I, I, i'm not with these guys and gets shot and he has the saddest death because he goes oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> it was an interesting sounding death and then the other guy starts, it was more like he just went Oh. oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Fall down. Oh, okay. Ow, I get shot. <laughs> yeah. It was... And whoever directed it went, yeah, that's fine. Next thing. Next thing. Keep yeah. it moving. <laughs> yeah. He was weak to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then, so it's it's Din and Kara in the cockpit. That's who the other one was. And um, this dude starts mouthing about Alderaan to oh, an Alderaanian. I liked the little detail. I like the detail about the tear. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think that we had gotten that the tear, I mean, obviously, we've been seeing it for two years, but yeah. um, the fact that it, it represents Alderaan, that I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not something you can hide either. No, so good. No, yeah. really, really just a nice little detail. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's taunting her and taunting her. And I, I loved the, uh, I was on the Death Star. And her response, which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that was great. <laughs> she shoots that fucker in the face. Yeah, which was so dangerous to do. Yeah. Because if she missed, she hits Pershing because he's being held captive. Yeah. If she misses... She hits the 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 window, and kills them all. Yeah, but she didn't. Nope. And Pershing had a decent reaction to having a blaster bolt inches from his ear, which was yeah. Great. I thought that was great because in scenes like that, typically in movies, you very rarely get someone who goes "fuck." That was close. God damn it! Ow! <laughs> yeah. Like never. It's just like, oh, you saved me. <laughs> it's, yeah. So. Um, I thought that was uh, that was fantastic, and it was just like the minute he said Alderaan, I'm just like, uh, she's gonna shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. You, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, open your pie hole, yeah. motherfucker. Have you not been watching the show, dude? Come on, <laughs> right? it's just like, <laughs> oh, so yeah. they didn't, they didn't even need Pershing per se. They, they needed the shuttle well they wanted information but they didn't even ask him for anything i i think i think the original plan before bo katan gets involved was gonna be use pershing as a bargaining chip yeah and then they land on this planet this unnamed planet with intermittent uh factories uh, which I thought looked very Star Wars. Uh, it looked very neat because it's yeah, it just was... open fields and then a mine. I would have liked them to tell us where that was. I'm sure we'll find out. Um, and then 
they land next to um, the Gauntlet, which is a Mandalorian fang fighter, which we've seen in the Clone Wars and Rebels. And they're going to get to recruit Bo-Katan, and I cannot remember the other character's name. Um, and there's a fight because Boba is a bit of a dick. Uh, but then so are the planet-side Mandalorians. And there's a fight, and the wrestler takes Fett down. I really loved the flamethrower-to-flamethrower stalemate. That was really sweet. That, that was, was really, really well funny. done. I, I like the fact that she flips, like he flips her over and breaks the stone tape. Yeah, yeah. With her face. So, but it was pretty badass. Um, I thought it was great. They just and it, what I what I really liked about it is you've got sort of three different kinds of mandalorian like three factions of that civilization yeah there you know because Django was a foundling as well as din jaren is right right and but there's you know bo katan who's like yeah i've heard you like the amount of damage that clones did on her planet right like that voice has got to be super fucking triggering for her yeah you know, and then you've got Mando, who's just like been living this, you know, radical life. You find out Death Watch style. So it's just, um, it's just really, really interesting to see the um, the infighting, and it's tough to sort of take a side. I mean, there's Boba, right. who's just like, yeah, my my dad gave me this. Um, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. care what you. Think. Um, it's comfortable. It's roomy. Yeah, yeah, it's got CD players, so I'm going to keep this shit. Here's the here's the funny thing about about the whole thing. We have we have Boba, who is basically the the most relaxed of the Mandalorians, um, because he's just the understatement of the decade. Yeah, he's just trying to do his thing, and then we have just just making his just a man making his way through the universe. And then we got we got we got Din, who adheres to the. don't take off your helmet policy and whatever else um, the hardcore zealots were. But then at the end of the episode, which we'll get to, we find out that Bo-Katan also has her crazy rules that she has to follow too. So yeah, they are all extremists in their own way. Right. Boba's extremely relaxed and just kind of takes shit as it happens. He's, he's the Lebowski of the group. Um, I mean, it really, if you were going to assign yeah. a character, right? He's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to make money with this shit. I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. Um, but he does, he does through the, the symbols and, and colors on his armor. He does honor his family. So there is that. Uh, but anyway, so eventually it, it 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 basically ends up being the same thing with everybody. Uh, I don't know if you've watched Rick and Morty um, at all. No. Okay. Well, there's one episode where they um, are imitating and making fun of at the same time heist movies. And okay. The big the big line is "You son of a bitch, I'm in." Like yeah, I've seen you- those memes. Okay. So that's what it is with this episode. It, like especially with with Kara in the in the other episode, 
They're like, I can't just break a prisoner out of jail. They have the child. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> and with this one, too, it was it was first thing Bo-Katan says is not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and then they're like, they have the kid. You son of a bitch. I'm in. I'm like, in. <laughs> people will do anything for, for Grogu. And I get it. Yeah. Notice he didn't go back for Ahsoka because she would have just slapped him. You son of a right. bitch. She's like, dude, up. I already, I just, I fucking told you like two episodes ago. It's been a day. <laughs> <laughs> How much can go wrong in a day? So. No means no. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Din tells her, look, he has a light cruiser. You can have that. And she's like, I, I want everything. He's like, I only give a shit about the kid. I don't fuck off. Whatever. That's fine. So she's in. You son of a bitch. Yeah. And um, well, she's got her agenda too. Oh yeah. And she is. And we'll talk focused. more about it, but Moff Gideon's a fucking master chess player. That's all I want to say. You don't that guy's get, a fucking genius. You don't get that feared. You don't come out of the Imperial Security Bureau um a half wit. You're not going to be an Admiral Ozzel coming out of there. No. Ozzel failed up, but Gideon earned it. I think, I think it's <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, well, most say. definitely. So um, they take the shuttle and slave one, and the plan is to uh, come out of hyperspace firing on the shuttle and get an emergency landing on his light cruiser before they can launch any TIE fighters. Uh, because that, you know, they don't want their outgoing ride blown up right. by accident. Um, they underestimate Boba, but that's fine. Um, so during hyperspace, Pershing speaks up and he says, yeah, yeah here's some information. And everybody's <laughs> I'm going like, to tell you everything you yeah, need. <laughs> everybody's like, shut up. Shut up, idiot. And Bo-Katan's like, dude, what do you have to say? He's like, I have the plans here for the Bellagio. (laughs) I got it all. I know what's going on. He knows where the dark troopers are. He knows how many people are on the ship. And like, (laughs) Oh, you need my little data stick? Here you go. Take this. This is fine. And he must stay on the shuttle. He he doesn't get off of the shuttle, does he? But the thing, you know what? They could have put him... They could have put him anywhere because if he was on the sh- like, it do- one it doesn't matter because were they en route? Yeah, they were in hyperspace when they were making the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was with yeah, them, they- but he's not. He's not part of their crew. They can't trust him. So yeah, I'll have to watch again and see. But it makes sense. Like, stay here and. You know. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I mean, if they wanted to, you know, spend a few hundred bucks and show, you know, Cara Dune, you know, handcuffing him to a bedpost or right, something, they right. could have done that. But again, it's like, oh, it, it, you, we don't need to have those dots connected. Right. But, you next, know, fuck, next, for all we know, they could have killed him and threw him out in the trash. It doesn't fucking matter. That is true. That is true. Um, so, I mean, that's like saying, oh, you know, they broke those tables in the bar and did Bo-Katan ever pay her bill? And that third, you know, Mandalorian trooper dude that they had two episodes ago, did all this shit go down and he was in the bathroom and they right. left him behind? Right. 
Who knows? <laughs> yeah, no, he's probably out doing something else. He's doing other Mandalorian shit. Yeah. Also, he's got errands you notice to run. Once, once they started shit talking each other, did you notice the bar emptied? Oh yeah, everybody <laughs> took off. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like the collection of ships outside that little cantina too. Yeah, it was very cool. It's always nice to see stuff like that. So they come out of hyperspace and they're like, make it believable, Boba. He's like, better put your fucking shields up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he ain't fucking around. And um, they make it, I would say about 75% believable. Yeah. Moff Gideon's not buying it. He's like, nah, I don't think so. Gideon's like launch TIE fighters. <laughs> like, not even a second thought. Because if a, if an Imperial shuttle, that kind of Imperial shuttle's in trouble, there's, there's usually a high-ranking person on it. So you're right. going to want to protect them. So obviously yeah. you're going to launch TIE fighters. And the, the awesome thing about that was, first off, we got to see TIE fighters getting launched, which isn't anything we needed to see, but it's nice to see. Yeah. Second, we got an episode with um, uh, Bo-Katan, played by Katie Sackhoff, who played Kara Thrace, who was Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. And you don't necessarily have to have seen the uh, the the new Star uh, Battlestar because you know how to how how the Vipers were launched in the old one. Yep, that's exactly what it looked like, and yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> that was really nice, and there is no room for error on that launch. Nope, because they don't give a shit about their pilots. <laughs> they really don't. No, not at all. But that was neat to see. That was that was nice. Um, I think if I'm gonna nitpick the special effects in the series. The only time they looked weak was when the shuttle was coming in for the crash landing, but it still landed on its landing gear. But that's yeah. fine. That's fine. you know what I don't give a. And shit. they were coming in fast. Yeah, yeah. It just it did look like maybe you could have rendered for another week, but whatever. I don't care because <laughs> it did what it needed to do, so that was fine. And then they come out shooting, but Gideon's already said, you know, deploy the dark troopers. Now, the idea is for um, all the single ladies to shoot the shit out of everything. Yeah, and it was uh, it was awesome. Bitches getting it done. Yeah, and I didn't even realize until they were all on the bridge that it was an entire female strike crew. Not that yeah. it matters, but that's who he Not chose that it to go but with it's, Yeah, and it's. I think it's great because... I mean, yeah, for it's great for girls to have heroes. It's great for everybody to have heroes. Yeah. But you're just like, oh, my God, here are just four badass people. Right. That's that's what I mean by not that it matters. I don't mean, oh, right. yeah, no, it doesn't matter if they're men or women. I mean, I mean, the characters themselves are what matters. It, they, their gender yeah. doesn't matter to me necessarily. But looking at that and realizing I'm in a room full of, you know, women. Um, watching the show including my two dogs i'm like yeah that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be pretty uh a pretty neat thing to see because it's always been a bunch of dudes with blasters running around. yeah yeah it was really 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 good and it was yeah. all true to character and it, they were all super badass and, and, it, oh, and it, so you, good you can't say it was forced no, not at all. Not like Endgame, which felt a little forced. Yeah, I still liked it. I'm not going to complain. 
Oh, don't get me wrong. I think that's a, it's, it's great. And it's a fair, it's, it's, it looks fantastic. We watched that the other night. Um, and, uh, yeah, it totally holds up. Um, Boba, after chasing them, hyperspace is out. He jumps out of the system, um, because he's supposed to have looked like, um, he was just chasing a target and lost them. Right. Um, but Gideon is smarter than that. And he knows who Din's been traveling with. So you see Slave One. I mean, it's as recognizable as the Razor Crest. Yeah. Then you're like, okay. All right. So Din is left. Fire up the killer bots. Yeah. Din's left inside the shuttle. And his his, his whole thing is they are the distraction. They're going to go to the bridge. They're going to capture Gideon. And he's supposed to go to the holding cells and get the kid and that's why pershing was in the episode so they would all know exactly where to go so that makes i gotta tell you i was a little bummed when they get to the bridge that sort of commander that officer woman that they've had for the last couple of episodes Mm. it's kind of a bummer that she got killed i liked her yeah she was good i would have liked to see her like hang out a little bit but you know people got to die she's the second in command so (laughs) That's what happens, right? Yeah, that's what happens. Um, so, and, uh, and and Din is supposed to go and um, basically lock the door so the dark troopers don't get out and uh, then find the kid. That's the plan. So, obviously, things don't go according to plan. Well, no. They go close. They go pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I think that the big the big variable there was that um that that dark trooper getting through. It was the I timing. think that was like the yeah. first yeah, that, that was like the first little thing that went wrong and that thing was scary. Yeah. Well, Gideon obviously activated the troopers way earlier than they had anticipated yeah yeah oh we should mention that um as that pershing mentioned that the dark troopers take some time to you know heat up yeah you know yeah it's it's like your dodge dart in the new england winter yeah. so it you know you're gonna start them like, up but it warms up yeah it looks like they start the programming then they're loaded with coolant and fuel and yeah whatever um so yeah, he he he's like no 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 no, and he sticks the code cylinder in and locks the door, which is good because he's shooting them as he locks the door as the door closes. But then you get that that Hulk shot of him, uh, you know, ripping the door open, but only right. one gets through. And um, yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> Nah, it was, it was, I mean, the way that thing was punching him in the head. Yeah, yeah the, the fight is, is pretty brutal. It's, uh, he punches him in the chest to start and sends him sliding across like a 15 foot corridor pretty hard into the wall, which, um, was surprising. Thank you, Ripley. My coffee slave. Um, now I've. I've pointed out plenty of times on this show over the years how frustrating and annoying it is when a show will put a main character 
um, even a title character into Jeopardy, but like, like, you know, they're not going to die because, you know, their name's on the door. Right. So, um, but what was so great about this scene with um, Din getting his ass kicked yeah. is like, I was still in like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh right. shit. Right. You know, you like you were still concerned. So, you know, mad props to the to the director and the actors involved, because that was fantastic. It had me in and it had me concerned. It wasn't just sort of sitting there waiting for whatever inevitable thing he's going to do to get himself out of this. It was like, oh, fuck, he's still punching him in the head. Right. Right. And I'm watching this thinking, okay, the show is called The Mandalorian. And we've seen yeah. five of them. Yeah. So, yeah. which, by the way, is something that's going to come up later in our conversation. Okay. Okay. Um. So next, uh, yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting this thing, and um, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where they um they get the the shark from a shark movie that was filmed in their town. Uh, called the deepening and they get the shark and and it and it and it and it basically runs amok in the town because it's got a diesel generator and um <laughs> it falls over and it's funny. on this crane right so they try to stop it with a spike strip they try to stop it with oil they try to try to electrocute it to short it out and um after every time um it's like oh great now you just made it faster <laughs> with the oil or now you made now you gave it spikes and i turned to ellen and i'm like great bobby now it's on fire <laughs> yeah that looked super cool when it was on fire and it was like burning from like within yeah that looked sick and you could tell it processing it's like is this bad for me is this oh no <laughs> and then it turns its head and it clicks into place and that's what i love about the 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 droids that aren't supposed to mimic human behavior, uh, like IG Eleven and these uh, Death the Dark Troopers, um, is they they click into place like RoboCop or um, you know bad animatronic um, right stuff, and um, it it looks over at him and it's like I don't give a shit that I'm on fire, <laughs> punch this punch 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 right yeah. And it just keeps going and going. And then, obviously, um, you know, he figures out how to stop it. Um, As the other, what, 30 are trying to bust through the door. Yeah. And uh, the girls are like, oh, he got it. I'm like, yeah, what about the other 29 that are right (laughs) there? Yeah. I said he couldn't handle two at a time let alone all of them at a time because yeah, they there's no way they made a villain that is unstoppable and that's the thing too a lot of people i saw complaining about oh all the dark troopers did was jet down and take the kid and leave that was their fucking job i wanted to see him yeah. do something well shut but up they, now you did you just need patience assholes they they did their job for that moment that was yeah. like get the kid right right so you, know, you don't need to kill everybody else in the room when you got the kid. Just yeah. get the kid. Yeah. So then um, he he uh, spaces him. He opens the door to the airlock. And why are they in a room with an airlock? 
because uh, that's how you deploy them to a planet. We saw that yeah. in the other movie, show, other show, other episode. Yeah, I so. saw people saying stuff like that, too. Like, why do they, why Why would you put them there? Because that's how you get them out of the fucking house. It's like a dog door, <laughs> dummies. Right. If they don't need <laughs> air, you close the door, you vacate the air, and then they go out the door. It's not difficult. <laughs> It's just like people sometimes they're just like, I need to find something wrong with everything. No, they need because- everything explained to them in such a minute detail. Like like when when all four of them, uh, all four of the goodies run across that bridge, um, I said I said to the girls, I'm like, oh, that's a magnetic field that um, ships and stuff can pass through, but it holds the uh, atmosphere in. That seems yeah. very dangerous. Um, and... Nova said, yeah, that's probably some foreshadowing uh, for that to happen. <laughs> because a stormtrooper gets shot and falls out into space. But it's also like, you know, oh, that looks pretty dangerous. For 40 fucking years, we have known that, like, you know, occupational safety is not big on the Empire's list of things. They no. don't have a budget for railings. Well, We've that's, known that's, this. That's because they're TIE fighters. As you, as you saw in the chop fields, they're expendable. Yes. Like, we, like does it surprise anyone that there's a path that there's a, a walkway without railings. Yeah, come on. Expendable Tie Fighters make about as much sense as guns that you can't reload, so you have to just throw them away. Just when throw you're them done. aside, yeah, or throw them at your enemy. Right, right. Which I mean, <laughs> if you're on top of a truck hauling Rhydonium, that might be your only. That's option. what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I loved the ambush that the that the jetpacks on the Mandalorians that they set up with that, um, where they hid underneath. That was awesome. That was good. That was that was really good. Um, but it, it wasn't just foreshadowing for the stormtroopers. It was form shadow, form shadowing, foreshadowing for later in the episode as well. Um, but to make a long story short, we got Fennec, Bo-Katan, the other one whose name I should look up. And uh, Cara Dune, um, basically playing a video game for their lives. It's level by level shooting stormtroopers. And to show how effective and good they are, they're all warriors. They're all whatever you want to call them. They don't need a plan because you got your point, man. You got your one in the you, you, Everybody knows their job. And they do it, and they work well together because they're all, uh, I would say even Fennec to a point, military. So it worked. You still there? Yeah, I was just looking her up. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, She's played by the wrestler Sasha Banks, I believe. Uh, Her real name is not Sasha Banks, though. Um, uh, the character's name is Costco Reeves. Costco Reeves. That's right. That's right. Um, so basically, they make their way to the bridge. Um, cars, um, automatic rifle uh, craps out at one point, so she just uses it as a club. Yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. She's like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, and her and Fennec worked really well together, so I think that that also changes her mind about certain people. Um, as we saw in the last episode when they're like, oh, yeah, uh, fucking guy from Dunks, he uh, 
He died in that explosion. Wicked bad, huh? <laughs> and and that Fucking kid. and that shows that shows that she's you know evaluating people based on their actions, not their past, which is what she right. does looking at a monitor, which is interesting. So I like I like the 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 maybe unseen growth in her character. That was nice. Um, Hopefully she, she gets to stay in the series uh, or in they, whatever series she's supposed to get next. Cause all, Disney's kind of irritated with her right yeah, now. All, they got, all she has to do is just, just chill. Yeah. Just, just back chill. off a little bit, dude. And stop doing this like tweets where you're bulletproof because. Yeah. I mean, just be, I, I really hope she's careful. I really, really hope she is. You know, this election shit's going to settle down hopefully soon. So I just, I just, um, it's, she seems uneducated on certain things. Yeah. Like, so. like she's been talking to the wrong people. Like she's, she seems like she's about six weeks away from being a QAnon conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And so just, it's just don't tweet. Yeah, just, it's, it's like when on, your man. friend's like, well, maybe Trump's not that bad. It's like, dude, fucking come dude, on. He is that bad and more. So yeah. anyway, fuck politics. Moving on. Yeah, so they, they take, kill everybody on the bridge. They take the bridge and they disarm all the weapons, which is good because you need that to happen. Yeah. And then um, we cut to uh, Din who finds the kids um, cell. And who's waiting for him? Dun, dun, dun. Gideon with the dark saber poised over Grogu's head. Now, be honest. Like, did for a split second, I was kind of like, I'd be okay if he killed the kid. If that happened, I mean, we'd have to accept it. We'd have to accept it. Also, it would work within the story because yep. even later in their in their conversation, he goes, I've got his blood. I got what I need, right. which is his pretense for just telling Din to, you can take him. I'm done. I just wanted to study his blood. Yeah. I'm just a humble scientist. No, you know? no. He said something. <laughs> he said something very telling, and I think people are reading it wrong because he says, what I got will finally bring order back to the galaxy yeah the first order right yeah because that other officer that um that super dunks uh shot yeah was um you know also said that we're going to bring order to the universe so it's just like let's have moff gideon say it too just so we can beat it over the heads of the people who want to say you know see mandalorians go to the bathroom right um that this is all a plan and that we see come to fruition in the, the sequel movies. Yeah. So this so it's, is all, it's been happening for, you know, it's been in play. Yeah. And, and that was definitely Snoke's attempted clones in those chambers on um, Navarro. It has to be. It can't be the oh, Emperor. definitely. They were too deformed. Plus the Emperor's clone body in Rise of Skywalker looked like a corpse. So... I, I don't I, I would be pretty pissed if I was uh cloned and brought back, you know, only three quarters finished. So Din and don't ever trust him, uh Giancarlo Giannini. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Have a conversation 
And um, he makes him put his gun down and all this stuff. And obviously, uh, it's a ruse. And he attacks him. And they have the, the long-awaited fight that we've been wanting to see. And it's Darksaber against pure Beskar Spear. My, um, actually, my favorite, one, probably one of my favorite lines from their conversation before they start duking it out was uh, Moth Gideon goes, assume I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is great. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just like, look, no bullshit. We're all on the same page. I know everything that's happening right now. I did enjoy his little like visceral feelings about the Mandalorians, you know, those murderous dogs or whatever he called <laughs> yeah. them. Um, so that's just not like, you know, <laughs> evil. He's got some feelings about them. So right. it'd be really interesting to know a little bit more about his history. So, right. okay, back to the fight and seeing that pure Beskar get red hot under yeah. the... Um, Dark that saber was, blade. That was interesting. That made me nervous. Also, how fast it cooled off too. So that's got yeah. that metal has some very interesting properties, which is probably why. I mean, it makes sense if you hold a, a, a lightsaber up to the metal and it heats it up, but it doesn't melt it. Melt it. Then obviously it can withstand the heat of a blaster bolt. Right. So they just showed us how all that shit works. Um, and the thing punching him in the head without it denting shows how resilient it is. So they basically, I thought that the, like that, the, the, the glass for lack of a better word on Din's helmet would have at least shown a crack. Yeah, there is a, there is a, a substance in star Wars called transparent steel. So it could be made of that. So, Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, Ah, fucking nerd Beskar crystals hey what are we talking about here come on (laughs) so (laughs) so they fight and they fight and Gideon is not as good as we would expect him to be but he also was raised in the military probably had very little hand-to-hand combat training as opposed to the uh, underground Mandalorians lasted longer than I thought he would, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. And, um, and, and also when he starts to see that he's, you know, he may not, this isn't going to be as easy as just slashing through this dude with a dark saber. I think he starts like thinking about his, uh, you know, his master chess move there and maybe let Din win. Well, he knows. Yeah, it's possible. It is absolutely possible because he knows who's on the ship because he says, I know you've been traveling with Bo-Katan. Right, exactly. So, um, and this, I mean, didn't, I mean, Bo-Katan made it clear earlier in their planning stages that I kick his ass. He's mine. Yeah, she says he's mine. And and Din brings him to the bridge and is like, here you go. And she is livid. Oh, she's so pissed. And this is where her fundamentalism really gets in her way. Right. So, because I think that when Sabine gave her the dark saber way back in their animated days, Mm -hmm. um, it didn't, it either didn't sit right or nobody like accepted her. Maybe. So it's the rumor is that because she lost it to Gideon, because that's how we're going to assume Right. So basically what happens is you have to win the Darksaber in combat. It's kind of a Klingon mentality. Um, you know, the strongest will rule kind of thing. Yeah. And um, 
So Gideon, which makes sense yeah. for their society. Gideon technically is the ruler of Mandalore through all right. of these seasons, and that's why Bo-Katan wants the dark saber back, and that's why Gideon needed to fight her, which is probably one of the many reasons why he was waiting in the cell because he knew Din would go to the cell, and if he was on the bridge, he would have been forced to fight Bo-Katan and lose. Right? He, he would. He, you know, he would have lost that fight. Um, so now Din Jaren has got the um, he's got the dark saber. He is now technically the ruler of Mandalore. Yeah, and he's like, all right, fine, here. And, well, but we don't know that that's an echo of Sabine, right? And and he's all right. I, I, I actually want to change the statement a little bit. Mm. He's the ruler of Mandalore from a certain point of view. Well, because, from the again, Mandalorian's point from of the, view. Well, from, from Bo-Katan's point of view. We don't know how rigidly that needs to be, you know, that needs to be stuck to. I mean, probably pretty much um, if, if Bo-Katan is really adamant about it. But it does put a really interesting twist on their relationship. Yeah. So I give Moff Gideon major, major Queen's Gambit points for that. So well, he he took a huge chance too because she could have just killed him, and she could have killed um, Costco Reeves. Is that her name? Costco. Yeah, she could have just turned and shot her too, and been like, "Now no one knows, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could have. She yeah. absolutely could have, but she's. You know, they're portraying the Mandalorians as honorable, so she's not going to kill other people to hide something. But nobody says it has to be to the death. I mean, Din could be like, oh, well, we could uh, arm wrestle. Arm wrestle or just punch me in the face once. Right, right. So, but the thing is, though, Bo-Katan would know. And again, her honor is both... um, yeah, Bo- is both a crutch for her. Uh, you know, it's a it's a negative and a positive for her. Yeah, I think what this episode shows uh, most of all is we all have weird traditions or rules or or procedures that we follow um, because, like, um, you know, fucking donkeys said, whatever helps us sleep at night. Right. But I'll tell what you, the hell it was like, his name so I can refer to him by name. It's, um, um, it's almost a Boston name. Mayfield. 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 I, almost said, I almost said Murphy. Right. Right. Sully. It's Sully. Sully Mayfield. So <laughs> fucking kid. But, um, I got to tell you what's really, really interesting is that I'm watching this episode and I'm seeing what Moff Gideon sort of, you know, puts into play mm. And I see that when he goes down in that hallway with Din, mm. I'm like, I'm like losing my mind because now I know what it's going to mean between Din and Bo-Katan. Right. So I'm losing my shit. And Peter's like, what, 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 what? I'm like, right. let me explain real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like what's and happening. Ellen, you know? Ellen and, had just basically mainlined Rebels before this episode. Yeah. And I so, didn't. <laughs> so she knew. I, I oh, totally God. forgot about how the progression goes. 
Yeah. So it was, so I was just like, okay, so the dark saber's thing. La, 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 la. Okay. I go, this is why this is fucking awesome. And I'm going to lose my shit when he's, when she sees what, what happened. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like for me, that was almost as important in this episode yeah. as what happens with Grogu. Right. Right. And uh, the thing is too, she's not clear about it. So it's, it's, it's her fault that this happened because she could have said whoever wins the dark saber in combat rules Mandalore. And that's why I need to face him. And Din would have been like, fine. I don't want any of that shit (laughs) because, because the one she's traveling with, um, Reeves, she knows. Yeah. Cause she fucking explained it, you know, or, oh no, she was standing there and Gideon explained it. But she's not going to usurp her her thing. And I love that that he calls her princess. Oh, I know. That's just such a... (laughs) Such a pejorative. Because she is. She was uh, Satine's sister. So if she's queen... But it's it's a nice sort of mocking type of thing. The way, you know, I mean, Han did it in more of a flirty way. Yeah. uh, But if you got Tamora Morrison saying it to you, it's a fucking... Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So, uh, out of nowhere, Fennec Shan says, uh, "Yeah, we got it. we got readings." <laughs> you're like, oh shit, Tie Fighters! What the hell is happening here? How many life forms? None. <laughs> None. Oh, I was, oh man. shit! Right, they got ex- rocket boots. <laughs> I lost my mind. I'm like, that is so fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude and I were losing our minds at this point it was so funny it was just like oh just totally geeking out like and it makes perfect fucking sense yeah. of course they're fine yeah they're, they're robots. robots they made sure to tell us that and they've already shown that they can fly so obviously they can navigate through space yeah because you know that they're out in space and they're floating around and there's one robot went wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go kick some ass. A fucker throws us into space. We're going to kill that son of a bitch. Yeah, and that's where that 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 open uh, mag field comes into play. Yep. Because that's where a bunch of them come in through. So not only do we see a stormtrooper fall out of it, you know, propelled from the, <laughs> the artificial gravity of the ship out into space, but then, like, eight of them, land and then the other ones come in through the the hangar bays on the sides and it's like and then they spread out there's there's like eight in the corridor right outside there's a lot of them there's like 30 or 40 of them yeah but then they're spread out through the supply rooms through the docking through all the corridors like it's a video game it's a video game that you can never beat yeah um because they they spread out in, in such a way that if you take out one, there's two more already shooting at you. They have all the corners covered. There's crossfire, flanking positions. Yep. They set them up really well. <laughs> and as they're flying their way in, you just <laughs> you just know that they saw that stormtrooper or went out when <laughs> fucking idiot, <laughs> puny human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then you're like, all right, so. We got Pershing on this uh, on this shuttle. He knows about the dark troopers. Maybe he'll shut them down. Or Boba is is still 
around. And Gideon is like, <laughs> you're fucked now. Yeah, those were the two things I was thinking about. Boba, I was thinking about um, maybe, you know, if Pershing's on the thing. I was like, okay, those are the two yep. possible variables. I mean, Mayfeld could have come in with, uh, with, with some backup. Yeah, but he's off. But he they owes let him them. go. We he's, know. He's, we know he owes them. Yeah, but how would I mean? There's how would he know that they? You know, I mean, he doesn't strike me as the type who would be like, you know what? I know where that ship is, but um, there's gonna be a whole bunch of shit going down. Do I really want? You know? Yeah, I'm honestly so surprised they, got this. they didn't bring. There's him a bunch along. of badasses. You know, what's one more badass gonna do? Yeah. So and actually, I would have been more pissed off if he came and saved the day than anything else. It'd have been like, oh fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, he's fine. He did his thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll see him down the line. But like, and I think that his his story, for all intents and purposes, he was an asshole. He got caught. He redeemed himself, and now he'll go off and hopefully live a better life. That's all right. we need from Mayfield. We don't. Right. You know, the show is not called. You know, redemption. <laughs> no, but that really is kind of what it's about. I mean, it's about growing his characters. But I'll give you so, that. But so, his, yeah. we don't need more from him. Not on this show. Good. Not no. on this show. So, no. well, I'm sure we'll see him later. He'll trip into another show because everybody gets their own show. Yeah, you know, Lando's fucking cape maker is going to have like a, you know, hey, shut up! I'm up for that part. We can't talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, blue and gold? Perfect choice. That's what I was my <laughs> that was my audition. That's my that was good. Um so the two front dark troopers, because they're robots and they never get tired and they're made out of indestructible Star Wars metal, just punch the door. They they just they just punch it. And there was some robot back and forth, you know. They were just like, so what do we do? All right, we punch it. You want to punch it? Yeah, yeah let's just let's just keep punching it's it. It's a it's a John Mulaney bit. I'll yeah. just punch it. No, <laughs> that's just punch too it. aggressive. No, but maybe I should. <laughs> maybe I'll just punch it. Yeah. Uh, they're not going anywhere. No. We got time. Yeah, exactly. let's just fucking punch let's it. Let's tired. We're we scary looking robots, right? Yeah. We look a little bit like Darth Vader. Let's punch All it. All right. All right, Dennis, let's punch. Dennis. Punch. Punch. Dennis and Glenn. That's, that's They're going to get their own show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, no, imagine that's Taikia YTD's thing is just two, <laughs> two droids that just say shit they shouldn't say. Oh, uh, all right. So punching at the doors and you know, our heroes are fucked. There's no way they can fight these things. Three of them There's poop their pants. No they way. Know they're dead. They're dead. Yeah. They're absolutely dead. Yeah. And Gideon's like, ha, I'll be fine. The kid will be fine. The rest of y'all. Fuck it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gideon. Uh, okay. So um, uh, Reeves, Casca Reeves uh, fucks up and shoves Gideon to the ground. None of them cleared the dead bodies or weapons. So yeah. they may be Things, military, but they're not the prison taking prisoner taking kind of military because yeah. they push him right on top of a weapon and he covers it up with his cape. That's why you yeah. need a fucking cape. That's what I keep telling Lando. <laughs> so he's got an escape because the dark troopers aren't going to kill him. And he tells them that. 
He's like, everybody in this room is dead except for me and that little fucking booger over there. And they're like, yep, I can see that. And there's no other way off the bridge. It's not like a Star Destroyer bridge where yeah. you have some side elevators and like, you know, the part where the cook comes in through a hidden door and shit. It's all that yeah. door. No, that's it. Some windows, a nice view. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. It's it's a larger ship, but it's not it's not it's not no. They're fucked. Absolutely fucked. And then an X Wing flies then- in. Oh, next wing. And I was like, oh, it's that dude from Kim's Convenience. Awesome. <laughs> I thought it was New Republic, but it was only one ship. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kara. She's just like, oh, good. We're saved. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then what's they, this fucker going to do? They show the X Wing land, and I'm looking at the wings because, like, that's how you tell. And it has. It has the marking for Red Squadron, but it ha- does not have a number designation. It doesn't have the bars underneath that that symbol. So I'm like, okay, they're fucking playing a trick on us. And I mean, you see the cloak, you see the X-wing, you know what's going to happen. Mayhem. It was, it, it was, it was, it was a, it was a droid Holocaust up in that place. It was awesome. It was, it, what I really liked about it is, you know, oh, what the fuck is it? I think it's, where did I read? It was something in one of the video games where Luke's just like, oh, by the way, everybody it was Luke. Um <laughs> <laughs> where Luke's just like not in this I'm gonna I'm not gonna like just murder a whole bunch of stormtroopers you know so it's like if these dark troopers were people inside him maybe Luke wouldn't have gone as ballistic as he did but they're just robots and he fucks everything up oh god it was good it was it was like father like son it's just like yeah. that rogue one corridor thing he's just like oh yeah dad hold my blue milk here right, I go right. right but the thing too is like he is not there to to save anybody but that jedi the yeah. the, the the you know the the being that has not been in the galaxy for decades there are no jedi left as far as uh, as we know, because um, Ahsoka does say that there are very few left in the galaxy. She doesn't mention names. So I wonder if she knows Luke. Um, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. She was running around after now because now I'm thinking... Nah, because I read the book, and that was after Order 66, but before all the oh, Rebels okay. shit. So, um, so yeah, she might. Mm. No. Well, that's Luke, okay. So, but, would, but if she knew Luke, wouldn't right. she have said, you know what? I can't train him, but I know a guy. But, okay, Ahsoka is so wishy-washy on this. So she's been burned so badly by Anakin falling to the dark side. I don't think she wants to willingly volunteer somebody to be in the same position she's in. Oh, so by her giving help saying, Hey, you know what? Um, go to Stonehenge, 
sit in the blue light, um, yeah. call out. If someone comes to you, great. Right. If not, then not. Let your powers fade. That'll yeah. be cool too. But, you know, I've kind of helped you without really helping you so I can sleep at night. Yeah. I think that's because her, her sabers are white. She's not a Jedi. I think right. that's, that's, that's like Mayfeld said, that's her way of sleeping at night. They should change this show to how to sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch this show before you go to bed. You'll be too excited. No, seriously. Can I say how they slowly revealed Luke from, I think this is going to be Luke to, oh shit, that's definitely Luke. Oh, it was was, brilliant. Okay. X-Wing. It's, it's one of these things where like, if you guess it at a certain point, Mm. like you get more points. Like if you saw the X-Wing and immediately went, oh, that's Luke. You get like a thousand points. Even if you said, there's no way that can be Luke. You know, it is. That's why you said that. Yeah. But then, but then the rest of it is confirmation for you. It's like, okay, so that's the cloak. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, the fighting Uh, style. Sure. That could be a little more advanced. Okay. Boots. Okay. Yeah. Boots. Okay. Green, green blade. Green blade. Yep. Good. Good. Up. He's uh, Michael Jacksoning the glove situation. Right. Yep. Right. You're like, okay, yep. one one glove, but people get their hands cut off all the time because it's a dangerous weapon. And then for me, like, like obviously, we, I I knew I could, you could tell from from the glove and the and the bare hand. But what cemented it was I'm watching the thing and I'm like, that belt buckle. <laughs> That's it. That's him. That's definitely him. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they're gonna pull a fake out on me like like it's somebody else with his lightsaber that he handed it to or any of that crap. Or yeah, anything. who's just wearing a batting glove? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's for better grip. <laughs> um, I bought I bought twelve Kyber crystals and they could throw in a glove. You know? <laughs> uh, so the most awesome part of this whole thing was Grogu watching it on the monitor. Yeah. And he puts his hand up on the monitor and and you could almost see like, if he could talk, he'd be like, that's my buddy. (laughs) That's my boy. Yep. Yep. They play that song. Best friends. Uh, the the theme song. (laughs) You're my best friend. Um, but, but otherwise they'd be playing. Damn. It feels good to be a gangster (laughs) as Luke's make cutting. No, no, no. It would have been, if we want to stick with queen, it would have been. Don't stop me now. Oh yeah, here we go. Right? Oh, maybe I ought to recut that. That was awesome. Oh. So Luke cuts through these dark troopers like they're nothing. Because yeah. to him, they're fucking nothing. They're they, nothing. They clearly yeah. aren't made out of Beskar. Yeah, and this is Luke at like the height of his well, I'd say the height of his power. You know, he's just like he's he's at peace. Well, I don't know I if think. it's the height of his power, but it's at his physical prime that's what i mean okay all right because i think the height of his power was when he he fought kylo ren from halfway across the galaxy Yeah, no 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 i i i get that but you you know what i mean it's it's like five years after you know jedi you know he's had some you know he's kind of cool with the way he left things with his dad and um you know he's already like trained leia um so, yeah, he's so he's just got like, some all right, going. you know, and then he gets a radio signal in his brain that, oh, wait a minute, there's somebody out there. Yeah. I go see what's going on. Yeah. 
Oh, now I got to fuck up some <laughs> some GoBots before I get the kid. Let's do it. <laughs> Imperial GoBots. What do they transform into? Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dennis, Gary, oh no. Oh, oh, Dark Troopers, transform and roll. Oh, no, transform oh. into parts. <laughs> um. So there, Din is like, open the door. And they're like, fuck you. That thing is worse than anything else that we've seen I, so far. <laughs> well, that's also, and, and also, um, Bo-Katan's just like, oh, great. A fucking Jedi. I hate these guys. Yeah, an actual, an actual Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not Ahsoka, who she gets along with. But, right, but she understands, like, Ahsoka's situation. She knows yes. that Ahsoka kicked the Jedi Order to the curb because they fucked her. Um, right. So, but she's... That Was know, that a movie by Axel Braun? Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Costumes were good, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she uh, is She is obviously very mistrustful. Um. And then and then and then they pull he pulls the hood off and it's it's fucking young Luke. Are you a Jedi? Uh yeah, you see the fucking hallway? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I'm pretty much a fucking Jedi right no, now. I'm okay? ju- I'm a prof- I am the Jedi. I'm a professional <laughs> rave enthusiast. <laughs> I'll wave my hands like I just don't care. But to okay, be well, fair, my, to my be hand. Din really didn't know shit about the Jedi. No, no, not at all. And he just fought a guy that wasn't a Jedi that had a sword like him. So, right. I mean, yeah, it's no, not, no, no, no. He's not going to hand the kid over to just anybody. So right. before Luke gets to the bridge, Gideon pees his pants. A lot. Because he realizes <laughs> at this point, well, this is unexpected. <laughs> Shit. Let's um remember before when I said assume I know everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a little asterisk there. I'm gonna rumsfeld that and say that was an unknown unknown. It was an unknown unknown. <laughs> so I did not know that I did not know this. Right. So you what know? he what Gideon does is he shoots uh Casca. A whole bunch of times. Yeah. And then goes to shoot the kid. And Costco lives because she's wearing the arm. Oh, it hits her armor. Yeah. But he shoots at the kid like four or five times. And obviously Mando jumps in front of it and blocks it with right. his chest plate. But he was willing to kill the kid. He tried. That's the closest. That's the closest. Even after being swallowed by the fucking Kraken. Yeah, that's the closest the kid's been to being dead. Because if Mando hadn't been paying attention, it would have happened. At yep. least he was in his egg when he got swallowed by the by the fish. Right. Octopus monster Dianoga. And thing. then Gideon tries to kill himself. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Because Kara just bam, bam, and he's out. Boom. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. I uh, We're going to chat later. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have a conversation. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So then R2 rolls his ass in there. Oh, yeah. Seriously. So to make that moment when, <laughs> you know, like, because wait, now was that after Grogu had like the, 
the the face to face moment with with Din. I think it was. Yeah, it was after he puts him down. Yeah, which I'm not gonna lie, I cried. That was so beautifully done. It was. It was there. It was. I I oh. would say with Luke showing up, if my medication, if I wasn't on this 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 medication for my brain, I probably would have, but. Uh, I probably would have have cried honestly because it was it like was such a happy moment. But I will say, I got closer than I have in a long time watching entertainment. <laughs> I got like I had to wipe my eye. It like welled up a little, but never ran out because it, it was, was like it was like oh, there's 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 nobody better. There's nobody. This is perfect. This is this yeah. is what it should be. Like Pedro Pascal just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So good. All it of it was just, so good. Just with the Luke revelation of him coming through and it being like, oh, yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. This is perfect. Because really, uh, another character, another force user that is from a game or from a TV show might have been okay. And if it was Ahsoka, I would have just expected Din to punch her in the head. Just be like, now you fucking show up. Yeah. So yeah. it had, I mean, it had to be Luke. He's running I mean, the I said it. I said it a week ago that I would not, I would be disappointed if it was Luke. Okay. Yeah. I, someone, like, yeah. you know, if, if Reverend Scott had more time, he'd have played <laughs> it back in my face. Right. So, but I, I, it and I have to like sort of concede, and I'll be the first to admit that when I change my mind with new information, mm. it works within the story. Yeah. The same way I felt about Boba Fett, I've been fuck Boba Fett for thirty years, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it works. I, I you know, I, I have. If I ever had a religion, it would be the story in like capital S story, mm. and it works within the story. Luke is at that time the most like the most likely to be receptive to Grogu reaching out because he's he's looking for it. Yeah. He's the most powerful Jedi, right. You know, at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it makes sense within the story. Yeah. I mean, on a practical cold, like just doing the math level, would I have rather seen, you know, let's broaden the universe just a little bit. Oh, what did, I mean, if it was Ezra, it would have been like, Oh, you know what? Well, fuck now. What are they going to do with the Soka show? You know, like I don't want Ezra Bridger in here yet. I don't want to see that. Okay. But I'd rather see a reunion between Ezra and Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ezra and Sabine. than I would rather than to see Ezra come for Grogu. Um, Who else was around? Yeah, Mara Jade. We don't know what the fuck is going no, on with her. She's not. She's not canon anymore. You know, but they could have. I mean, they could have brought her in and made her canon. That would be yeah. something I could see happening. Um, Mace Windu. I am so fucking glad it wasn't him. It. You know, depending on what they did with him. Mm. I, I, I might be okay with it. Like I said, if it works within the context of the story, bringing Luke in and him being all business is just like, you know, cause he walks in on quite like a fucking thing. And he's basically just like, uh, I'm here for that dude. You guys clearly have got some other shit going Are on. Are you waving um, your hand palm out like up in the air as you do that? 
like yeah. like a stop, <laughs> like a stop. You're like, you got your thing. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what no, it is. I was, I was, <laughs> I was actually, it was both hands, and yeah. I was waving. Like, like, just sort of like pointing, like waving, like throughout a room. Right, like, right. Guys. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because that's what it is. It's just like, this is none of my business. I'm here for that, dude. Y'all can figure out your shit. I'll just, you know, I'm going to take my robot and go. Mm-hmm. But I have to say the the Din and Grogu scene ripped my heart out it was fantastic i was a nine-year-old boy yeah. crying because it was so fucking beautiful yeah. right and he puts him down and then fucking r2 like because of course r2 is with him yeah yeah you know and r2 comes in it's just like oh my god right right Did you get the cute fucking kid with the cute fucking robot come on exactly exactly and r2 r2 is so happy to see him which is nice because, you know, he leans over to him and, and, right. and he says to him, they used to think I was cute. <laughs> and hey, hey, uh, your fucking great grandfather hit me with a stick. Guess what's happening when we get back to base? <laughs> I chase you around. Sick. No, but um, I, I think so, I think R2 was super excited to see him. Yeah. Such a nice touch. Such a nice touch. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then he just gets into the elevator and is just gone. Although backing up a little bit, when Luke comes up the elevator and they're waiting and they're watching the elevator and then it's like, you know, kind of, it's just that shot from Rogue One and you see the lightsaber and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then he crushes that last Oh yeah. Crushes the last dark. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Anyway, Luke walks away and gets in the elevator, goes away. And then that's it. The day that's it. You get a shot of the remaining uh, of the survivors, which everybody survived because they are really fucking good at their jobs. Now here's something you may or may not have thought of. It was a really smart choice to not have Boba on that ship. You mean from a story point of view or a strategic point of view of the characters? Uh, both. Oh, yeah. Oh, both. yeah. Because Luke seeing Boba Fett would have been like, what the fuck? Oh, no. It would have been the <laughs> other way around. I, it would have been, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I think I think they were like past in hyperspace going, wait, I know that dude. Yeah. Wait, what sorry, yeah. no. <laughs> There's a there's a meme I saw from um from Umbrella Academy. Um and you didn't watch Umbrella Academy, did you? I watched some of it. Okay. Well there's in the second season there's there's a um there's an Ellen Page Elliot Page um driving in one direction, yeah. another character driving in another, and they just kind of look at each other. And one of them was Boba Fett in hyperspace, <laughs> seeing Luke. Luke in hyperspace, seeing Boba Fett. And I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um can we, let's talk about the scene after the thing. Okay, so they don't do the normal credits. They don't no. put up uh there's no art. art. No. So I'm like, all right, something's up. This is different. And um, fade in on Tatooine. Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Pan left to Jabba's palace. And I went sort of all together. Jabba's palace. Right, right. 
it's some pieces are falling apart. It doesn't look as as yeah opulent as it used to. It's just like, wait a minute, Chop Bib Fortuna, look at you. You yeah. haven't missed a meal since that fateful day that you were in charge. Huh? No, he made sure to double up because that's that that's fucker. what they do. That's I mean, Jabba is that big because he was excessive. And um I love the 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 visual of building his throne on Jabba's old throne, like the opposed oh, yeah. king kind of thing. Now, In the Game of Thrones, you win yeah. or you die. Exactly. So, the next person's gonna have to get one of those folding chairs and just put it right on top of the other one. Um, so, there's a, a Twi'lek dancing girl. There's a couple of um, characters just just standing around and doing their shit. And then uh, they start getting shot (laughs) and in comes Fennec. Good. Good. She's still around. Yeah. And then I, I liked how Bib Fortuna sends, sends that dude. He goes, let's see what's going on. You're just like, what the fuck? Just give me a red shirt, man. Like, (laughs) no red shirts you're a goon that's what it my means. god you're like a teenage virgin in a horror movie i'll go check what that noise was yeah so it's it's basically the same thing that happens when leia comes in and yeah. um and and kills the one guy um kind of to set the mood to show that she's a badass when we all know that Chewie strangled that fucking guy she yep. shot the corpse and Chewie threw him down the stairs i mean come on Right. So, Boba comes in. And What's Bi- up? And Bib says, Boba, I thought you were dead. <laughs> and he's, he seems genuinely, underhandedly happy to see him. Yeah. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> Boba shoots him dead in the chest. Not a word. He doesn't say a thing throws his fat fucking corpse out of this out of the out of out of the throne oh wait wait can we back up a little bit huh. to fennec shooting the chain oh. so the twilight girl can get out of here yeah, she and like the slave <laughs> she's like gonna go she's like god damn man I, i'm going back to cosmetology school <laughs> uh <laughs> Fuck this. I'm just out of here. This is supposed to pay for college. Seriously, I'm like five credits away from an associate's. I just need to get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, you know, just, don't don't shame the Twi'leks for sex work. That's legitimate work. Yeah, get, no, get, no, no, not at, not at all. But I just think that she's chained, sort of like... Getting chained to Bib's fucking thing, though, that's, that's some bullshit. Although, you know, it's probably a little less disgusting than being chained to Boba, you know? I mean, Jabba. I mean, Jabba. Yeah. Yeah. So after, after he throws the, the bloated corpse of fucking Bib Fortuna, who I would assume, I would have to assume once he saw shit going south and Jabba gets strangled, probably took off from the sail barge. Oh Yeah. And that's how we can say a bunch of characters got out. They all ran to whatever small land speeder was there. So you could have maybe six people survive the whole oh, thing. 
I had no problem with Bib Fortuna being alive. I'm like, all right. Even yeah, even though he was standing next to Jabba, laughing his fucking ass off, um, that's fine. That's fine. As long as yeah. Bosk was one of the ones that got free as well, because it's Bosk. Hey, Bosk, hey, Bosk. Um, <laughs> and then Boba sits in the chair, King Conan style. <laughs> Fennec sits on the arm of the chair, starts drinking like a mad woman. <laughs> and it says, uh, the book of Boba Fett, December, 2021. Now, oh, I've been so dying for this conversation. All right. Let's talk about the future. Okay. Um, first, can I say one thing? Yeah. One thing. Rip says, I don't want to have to read a book. Like, it's a TV show. Adorable. She's like, why is it called a book then? Like, because sometimes they do that. You can't call a movie a book if it's a movie. I said, have you? (laughs) She said, unless it's about a book. And I said, well, there was this movie, The Book of Eli. Never mind. (laughs) Have you not noticed that every episode has been called chapter one through something? Yeah. So it's the book of Din. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good. I'll get her with that later. Yeah. One more so, thing I forgot to say last week. Did I did I did I tell the story about Rip when I'm like drink that Pepsi for me? No. I don't know. So tell it again. I fuck around with them and I and I try to say stuff that makes them stop in their tracks and go, What? Um like they'll say, Ah, oh, hold on, I gotta go pee, I'll be right back. Pause it. And I'll be like, All right, pee for me while you're in there too, because I don't want to get up. And you're like, <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. So the when my back hurt really bad, um, I I'm like, Rip, hand me that Pepsi. Can you open it for me? You might as well drink it for me too while you're at it. She's like, I can't, I I, I can't drink that. I could get diabetes. Wow. So fucking deadpan. The kid that's had di- type one diabetes for five years pulls that fucking gallows humor joke off, and I laughed for five minutes. I hurt myself again. <laughs> she had left the room, and I was wheezing, laughing like I was dying because she was just so matter of fact about it. Okay, so go ahead. So let's talk about the future of The Mandalorian. Yes. Because basically, I mean, side characters aside, we've got three Mandalorians. Yes. Four. So, well, Koska's just sort of like, you know. No, she's a Mandalorian. Down. She is. Yeah, I know, but she's just kind of like the sidekick. Well, I didn't know sidekicks could talk. But a bump. So, um, but, I mean, she is, you know, she's the extension of Bo Katan. So, yeah. you know, like, so there's Bo, there's Din, and there's Boba. Right. All right. So, I. While Did you I just wonder, realize it's Boba Din? Like yeah. Gunga Din? Yeah. So <laughs> I wonder, like, what's... I'm glad that they left the whole Dark Saber story unfinished. Yeah. Because that's great. That's like, that's a story for another time. Yeah. All right? Because yeah. that's going to be a big fucking year. deal. Well, the thing... Well, no, because Mandalorian, th- their start date's not till December. Do you... I don't ah, think hold that... On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ellen was reading to me that the book of Boba Fett is a spinoff. Well, that's that's what I'm wondering. Is it a spinoff 
Or are we just going to focus is the Mandalorian quote unquote, right. going to be and the book of um, the book of Boba Fett going to be like chapter one through whatever. Right. And we're not going to see Din Jaren anymore. Or if we do, it'll be like little bits and pieces the way we've seen Boba. I just or like, what will, does Din Jaren do now? What, well, what he's is the ruler of Mandalore? So that whole yeah, thing. And he, he doesn't, doesn't want to. Oh, OK, so. He doesn't have the kid anymore. He has he doesn't, nothing to do except now help Bo-Katan take back Mandalore. Which could be a huge storyline. That could be a huge... Mandalore? That could be fantastic. That yeah. could be great. Is it a Boba Fett? So we're going to get a Boba Fett show as well? That's what people are saying. Uh, I... D- mm. And it would be I'm about the underworld, so it's totally different. But I'm wondering if it's like, is it gonna what? So what's it basically gonna be like the Sopranos in Star Wars? You know what i I am done guessing. Honestly, not to not to <laughs> shit on your parade here. No, no, no. I, I totally get it. I totally no get idea it. what these guys are gonna do. I have. Oh, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't want to speculate with the hopes of being right. I just like speculating because it's like it's fun to do and fun to sort of play with what might happen. I have one hundred percent trust <laughs> in John Favreau and Dave Filoni to yeah. do whatever they're gonna do because yeah. they have not missed yet no no they've had 16 episodes to fuck up and i'm sorry they're 16 for 16 yeah and all those quote-unquote filler episodes actually fucking mattered yeah yeah fuck people fuck filler episodes that people are dumb yeah this isn't lost right (laughs) (laughs) or or even battlestar galactica so to be fair i'll pick one from you and one from me (laughs) and to put one right in the middle this isn't heroes (laughs) because <laughs> i don't think either of us like that show anymore no heroes was one it's, the minute they saved the cheerleader they should have been just like all right well um okay, yeah well, we're gonna go because otherwise everybody the rest of the series is going to be everybody turning into a fucking superhero it's like true blood by the time they finish that it's just like everyone's a goddamn monster i was a fucking werewolf at the end of that did you know it's like seriously by the end of that thing it was just like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute why is everybody from true blood in that disney show halloween town because (laughs) that's the weirdest fucking crossover ever I don't need to see Melissa Joan Hart fucking a werewolf. I just don't. (laughs) Which is is not a sentence that really should have come out of anybody's mouth. Let me call Alex Braun again. Anyway. Uh, So, but yeah, I mean, I love, I love to speculate. I really, really, really do. Um, You know what? You know what Boba should do? Honestly, what I would like to see dismantling the hut empire because they're the ones that fucked him up right it's because of the huts that he ended up in the sarlacc he could um actually you know what though he could spend his time going after han solo yeah but he's not getting paid to do it anymore so I mean is it is it personal or is it money? 
Because he did his job. In Empire, he did his job. He got paid. So the job is complete. Yeah, but what kind of weird, like, what's his, quote, like, honor level? Well, you know I think what I mean? It's, I like, think it's, we don't... We don't know his motivation. He's just a guy trying to make his way through the universe. He was getting paid by the by the communoans, fine. Yeah. Uh, well, his dad was, and then like, what's what motivates Boba Fett? And that might be the story of that book. Like, well, that's he's the like, okay, thing. Why go yeah. to Jabba's palace and take over? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see in it's like in that context, like. Yeah, so Din is probably going to help Bo-Katan. It's going to be really interesting to see how she reconciles getting the dark saber from him. Or they could just, you know, change the way power uh, transfers. Well, that is, that is true. They did change the rules in uh, in Aladdin and coming to America. So why right. not? Right. So perfect, perfect. Um, you know, those are perfect precedents. Yeah. For them to quote, because they've all so, seen those movies. Right. <laughs> you know, they got DVD players. You know. So, um, but I so think- that might be so the Mandalorian. You know, the Din Jaren story might just be you know him and Bo Katan getting back to Mandalore and um putting that place back together. So that could be very, very interesting. Again, the transfer of power and the dark saber, you know, that, that is a really interesting Mm. little, you know, hiccup in their relationship. But But honestly, that could be resolved in the first episode of the third season. They just, she just goes at him and he fights enough so that he quote unquote fought and because, hey, I just fought, you know, all these people and some dark trooper out in the corridor. I'm really tired. All you did was shoot some people and run. So obviously <laughs> you won. Here you go. Hey, yeah. I don't know. I, I, so, I don't know. Also, also, there's so much up in the air right now. Uh, my main concern uh, is outside of the shows at this point. My main concern is when the fuck does this Rogue Squadron movie take place? Because I keep seeing, oh, it's after the sequel trilogy. And I'm like, what what proof do you have for that? I haven't seen that officially anywhere because Patty Jenkins puts on an original trilogy flight suit. She goes to an original trilogy X-Wing. And the logo has an original trilogy X-Wing in it. So From, why would you use those if you have access to all of it? Why would you use the wrong stuff? Wouldn't the logical place be like in between Empire and Jedi? Or right after Jedi sweeping up the Imperial Remnant. We saw Yeah, but isn't scenes. that isn't that gonna be isn't that gonna be the Cara Dune show where she plays sheriff and roams around and gets in adventures and But helps this people is but this is one movie. Like this could King. just be a big like this could be a big bad that they go and take down like um Warlord Zinge from the from the books or something. Like somebody that's like a huge problem. Yeah. Or, I hey, this hope. guy has 14 Star Destroyers and two Super Star Destroyers. We got to go figure out a way to take him out. Yeah. And like you were saying about Ray Sloan could be in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I don't understand 
why like today on we got this covered which by the way don't read anything from we got this covered because it's bullshit i accidentally click on their links all the time and then i read the the name of the website and i'm like ah shit this is just made up bullcrap and um Damn it, i gave them a click yeah yeah i actually feel stupid about it they're like oh ray could show up in the in the rogue squadron i'm like why <laughs> why it's not why? it should not be set why yet. That's I, where she got her helmet that she wears. But I just like, don't understand why it would be after the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy should, that's it. It's done. It's done. The fucking First Order still out there. The The Final Order still has their Star Destroyers. So y'all fucked up that story. Because you didn't do shit except kill the head guy. There's yeah. other guys. Right. Moff Gideon. That's not saying he's there. That's saying that's an example of leaving intelligent people in the galaxy to pick up where you right. left off. Ah, uh, give me Ray Sloan. I want Wedge. I yeah, want Wedge. Definitely. And I want I want my favorite X Wing pilot. I want Oral Quirk from the books. That's it. Just he doesn't have to have a fucking line at all. Just make him a pilot. He looks like the bounty hunter Zuckus. He's from that race. Oh uh, yeah. So that would change it up pretty neat. That would be that would be kind of nice. And plus, he doesn't breathe oxygen, so like you can use him in certain ways. Like I can go in there. That's not a problem. That would be nice. And it should be a very diverse group of humans and aliens. It should be a a Quarren or a Calamari or just whatever there should just be a whole bunch i think that disney is smart enough to to play up like do the diversity thing i mean like we were saying about you know that that strike team on that cruiser i haven't seen a single person bitch about that too because luke overshadowed all of it yeah but it was it was a great sequence, and I didn't think it was pandering. It was just, I mean, again, it works for the story. Like, it totally made fucking sense that that's who's going to do that thing. Yeah. You know, if Mayfield was still with them, if Mayfield was still with them, he would have been part of that strike team, too. Yeah, because he is a master shot. So it right. makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. And it just so, so happens that the ones he knows... Are, are all girls and he doesn't give a shit which you yeah. shouldn't you should go and get the best people for the job regardless of who they are or how they look or well right. smell is different but talk just, um yeah just pay them less you know keep them in their place so i don't know. think any of them well no i mean uh <laughs> bo katan got paid way more than anybody else on that she got a whole light cruiser out of the deal so yeah that's true and car doom probably just used some vacation time you know, she's on the Republic's page payroll, so yeah. you know. I'm sh- well. She got Gideon, and you heard that Alive doubles the bounty. Oh so yeah, that's right. So they all got go. paid. They all got paid. Din's the only <laughs> one that lost out of this whole thing. He lost his best friend. Yeah, his son. Yeah, I love that he called him buddy at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really good. It's um. The, the only positive father-son relationship in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Or on TV <laughs> for, for, while we're at it. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, but seriously, you just thanks, Dave Filoni. Thanks, John Favreau. Fuck, you guys killed it. Yeah. Honestly, did you see? Um, did you see Mark Hamill's Twitter? Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> see anything good on TV today? I wanted to reply to him. <laughs> no, should I have? <laughs> yeah. No, I watched The Giver, Mr. Hamill. Is that what I was? How did you looking at? What did you think of the de-aged Luke? I thought he looked fine. It was fine. You know what? There's some stuff that you overlook. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's so weird. I I, I heard when I saw one YouTube kind of recap of it. And um, I mean, when you watch it, it looks totally, it, it, it looks great. Yeah. But this guy's just like, yeah, it looked really, really weird. You know, I went through frame by frame and it looks super animated. Well, yeah. Of course it does. It will if you, you know? do that. It will if you like like fuck you. Watching on your goddamn 4K TV sitting in front of the fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, it's like fuck you. Just stop mentioning that fucking Christmas Express or whatever the fucking movie was. Polar Express. If- Thank you. God, I hate that fucking movie. They're so creepy. Worst, worst human animation. And I'm including right? the baby from the first Toy Story in this. Uh, God. At least that thing was so alien looking like it didn't trigger that primal instinct to run from it. <laughs> I read a theory. I read these these like dark thought type things every now and then because I, th- I find them interesting what people think. And one of them was... um that they think that the uncanny valley is is so deeply ingrained in our subconscious because there used to be something years like millennia ago that used to hunt humans that looked close to humans so we developed this this aversion to things that weren't quite human but imitated us and i'm like <laughs> that's a great idea for a fucking movie <laughs> Can you imagine, like, it's just off just a little bit. It's like... I just it, think the human face it's is like something Andy that... It's like Andy Circus, but the eyes are too far apart and glazed yeah. over. Yeah. And and then do you know what would happen? They make that movie where they have these these creatures out there, right? And yeah. you know what would happen? Yeah. Because the internet is filled with such fucking assholes. They would go, well, I think the aliens look too human. <laughs> or not fake enough or too Yeah, fake. they didn't look fake enough. It'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? You're, you're, you're suspended from the internet for <laughs> two years. <laughs> Dummy. Ah, I just, um, I'm, I'm happy that the stuff is, is good, that it's something to look forward to. Um, yeah. Oh, if, we got WandaVision in a couple of weeks. That's if, great. If this is the end of Mandalorian, as we currently know it, that's how you end an episode, a series. Yeah. That's, that's how, you, how you end a book. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was Din's, that was Din's journey. Yeah. You know, he, he, you know, and, and he grew as a character throughout. And if the next thing, if the next 16 chapters are the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. And that was not part of the Disney investors announcements, by the way. Exactly. Which is very interesting. So yeah, I'm just going to wait and see. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be patient. Yeah. That's it. And that's all, that's all you can do because, and 
it's not one of these things where it's just like, well, they fucked that up. Let's see if they fix it in the next thing. It's, right. oh my God, I can't wait for the next awesome thing to happen because, oh my God, it's all awesome. Yeah. 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 And, um, and, and Boba Fett is a legit badass. He just wasn't given anything to do in the two movies he was in. Yep. So that's uh, we should um, fair. acknowledge Jeremy Bullock yeah. passing thereof. So um, just a moment of silence for, you know, bringing, bringing Boba to life. For, for everybody, everybody that, that, you know, people are just dropping left and right. David Prowse, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, everybody is just, oh. So there's the moment. Um, there's there this there's this um, YouTube channel I used to watch um, called Sylvester the Talking Cat. Um, are you familiar? I am not. Well, the guy that owned the cat, Steve Cash, he killed himself earlier this year. Oh. Um, so the channel stopped. And the sad thing was is that the last episode he put up at the end, he's like, I'm doing the best I can putting these videos out, but I'm... I, I do have severe depression and it's sometimes it, it, it's real easy to get the videos done. Sometimes it's not, that was the last one he put out if I remember correctly. Um, so that was, that was tough because he was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't get broken up over people I don't know too much, but over the course of all his videos where he talks, you know, to you as a, as a regular person at times, it's like, that's fucking rough. Like, um, that was, that was, that was a, that was a tough one. Um, cause the girls would ask, are there any new Sylvester's to watch? And I'm like, ah, sit down. Uh. And, um, cause we had been following for a few years and like he, he, one of his cats died and that was terrible, but the cat had actually had the, had, had fathered kittens. So like he lived on that kind of thing. Um, and then, the day before Jeremy Bullock dies, um, Steve Cash's wife uh, puts up a, a post that says Sylvester has died. And oh, no. it's not my cat, right? But the cat's funny because he put a voice to the cat and the cat would swear at the kittens and yell at them. Oh, and, wow. Um, and there's some, there's some funny stuff. It, not all of it is gold, obviously, because you can't possibly do a web series and have everything be amazing. But some of it was really funny. And I really did care about his pets cause he really did love them. And like, I haven't told the kids that, you know, cause they're having a hard enough time, but like big and little, um, people that, that entertained us. I just fucking this, this is the worst. This is the worst decade. Ugh. You know, from 2010 to now, it's like, what the fuck? I think next year it's just people coming with tack hammers to hit you in the crotch. <laughs> you know, although in a way, I'd be fine. <laughs> just get it over with. It's, Take your shot. It's Let me four times a day, day, though. <laughs> yeah, well, if you can schedule it, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, as the year goes on, they get sharper and pointier. So... Again, variety, spice of life, whatever. Yeah, not to shit on anybody's, <laughs> hey, New Year's coming, but um, tragedy don't give a shit what the date is. Not at all. I mean, I mean, it's it's good to have a, okay, 2020 is over. This was the worst fucking year. But also, we voted Trump out. 
Georgia might work out. Things could get better. Not better to the point you or I would like. Um, you know, like universal health care, but better. So there is hope if that fucker gets out of the White House. Oh, my God. It's it's. Can you imagine? Oh, man. Uh, I'm not going to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> y- yes, you are. Uh, no. I, I no. tweeted out the other day. It's just like, you know what? Drag him out. Film it. That's a pay-per-view. I will gladly pay 25 bucks for. Oh my all God. Right? If, if you, if you <laughs> and then give all the money to COVID hour, relief, if you oh, did a, a planning event, like, okay, we're going to go in here. We're going to trick them with the McDonald's delivery. We're going to do this. McDonald's doesn't work. Somebody <laughs> go get Jack in the box and pizza hut. Seriously. If that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, get a porn star. <laughs> I will call his wife. Because uh, <laughs> remember, she posed nude with guns and money. She did. Fucking classy. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, hypocrites and racists. So in the first Borat movie, I just came across this the other day. In the first Borat movie, he goes to a gun store to buy a gun to protect himself from, quote unquote, the Jews. Do you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. And he buys a Desert Eagle? That's an okay. Is- it's an Israeli-made gun. <laughs> right? He did that on purpose. Oh, really? <laughs> to show how stupid Borat is. I love that. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. Ugh. I, love I heard that. the second one's not bad. I, I enjoyed it. it. I really did enjoy it. And I was against it. I really was. Give it a shot. Give it a give it a shot. <laughs> You'll like the girl. And the girl really is the focus of the movie. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's she needs to get more work because she's she's comedy gold. <laughs> um, so I um have you heard about this Apple Fitness Plus? service that they're doing i think you know the answer to that question you don't so um i i i tried it the other day i did some like stretching kind of stuff just to sort of try it out because you know i'm always looking for ways to you know to try out uh, to get more fit and then ignore shortly thereafter right um and it was it was really pretty interesting it like coordinates with your apple watch really well um so i would i would recommend giving it a shot i think like people can get like a month free or something like that okay. um, or two months for a year something like that but it was it was just really interesting and and um it's got all like all sorts of different like sort of like levels you know absolute beginner to people who work out a little bit more huh. and uh yeah so i just thought it was it was kind of cool i haven't you know talked about any computer nerd shit lately um but i thought that that was um that was pretty interesting. So uh, if anybody else out there has tried it, um, let me know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's pretty neat how they keep advancing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. More of a, you know, and it, like the music's integrated with it. It's just, it's really cool. So. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of nothing, uh, speaking of health. So there, there's the, uh, segue. nice segue. Yeah. Um, I was looking through the list of people that will be in the second wave of COVID vaccines 
and I think I may fall into that um, because it's uh, obese is according to your body mass index, which I think is like 80% of the people on the face of the earth because the body <laughs> mass index is some bullshit. Um, and then asthma. And um, Wear your mask, kid. Yeah. Yeah. So it says that your doctors will 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 call you to schedule it, that kind of thing. Um, so don't fucking call them, I think is what they said. Uh, <laughs> so that's subtle. Uh, don't fucking call me. Yeah, no. Hey, we'll call you when we're ready for you. Right. So I'm, I mean, I keep seeing stuff like, you know, uh, Pfizer, you trust us with the PP pill. So trust us with the vaccine. <laughs> right. The, the PP, that's, that's the, you know, Viagra. Yeah. Nobody worries about what's in that. Oh, yeah. There's that whole thing. It's just like, I'm not going to take it. I don't know what's in it. Really? Really? Could you say that without the cut, like the hostess cupcake in your mouth, maybe? <laughs> I'm done. Who the fuck you know? knows what's in anything anymore? <laughs> you snorted cocaine off the ass of some stranger in a bar two days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just take the vaccine, wear a fucking mask, and uh, shut up. And here's a hint it wasn't cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! I don't know what's in it. Nobody knows what's in the food they eat. There, no, okay. There not. are certain people that know what's in the food they. Eat. You know how you know who they are? They tell you they don't have a television. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just or they're vegans who do CrossFit and they get a headache because they're not sure which one to tell you about first. <laughs> Uh, I, I, nothing wrong with vegans, but the stereotypes are pretty funny. Yes, they are. How do you tell when somebody's a vegan? Wait they'll 30 seconds, you know. they'll tell you. Yeah. So, and the funny Although, thing is, the funny thing is a lot of the, the mellow ones about it are like, yeah, that's, I've seen it, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If that's what you choose, great. Speaking yeah, hey. of that, speaking of that, I have a dilemma. Uh, first I have, I have a question. And it's more of a thought experiment than an actual question. Okay. Elliot Page. Yeah. Elliot Page now was known as Ellen Page as she and her. Now yes. is Elliot Page known as he and him. Right. Um, but is still credited in movies as Ellen Page that he made before transitioning. Uh, but if you look at Umbrella Academy, yes. they changed that credit to Elliot. They did. Yeah. That that is part of my question is if we were to review, say, Juno or Inception, and we're talking about the actor, do you then refer to the actor as they were in the movie or as they uh, are known now? I think I know the answer. Just a thought experiment because I think it's an it's it's an interesting question to start talking about um gender identification and 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 that kind of thing. I think that because they're the same person mm -hmm. and I I think it would be um I would, I would, if we were talking 
about Juno. Right. That's that's the the one that really I think puts the the wrench in it because he's playing pregnant in the movie. Right. Which is inherently a genetically female thing. Right. Um, I think this is a really interesting question. I think that um, if we were to talk about Juno now, I think that I would refer to that actor as Elliot um, he, him. Elliot what? You know, Elliot, and then oh, and then he. I, I thought you made him. up a last name. I'm like, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about now. No. Okay, so um, you would, if we do a review, we would start with, in this movie, Elliot was known as Ellen. So, but we will refer as with the. I think so. Today's yes. I think, identification instead of yeah. Then okay. I think at the beginning of the conversation, you could just to put it in context, like you know, 20 years ago. This is right. who that actor was. And now this actor is Elliot. And I think that that, I think that that's fine. As long as I think the conversation then as it goes forward, um, continue, you know, with, uh, with the current pronouns and such, yeah. I think that would be the way to do it. If anybody has some thoughts on that or uh, some clarification on how something like that is handled we would love to know we're all sort of learning it's all evolving um because yeah. you just don't you, you know you you don't want to offend anybody you and if you're going to start doing something start um you know let's sort of start i don't want like making things more common because this is what it's going this is you know, you may have your opinions about it one way or the other, but, but that doesn't this is just stop kind where of the it's world. Going. Yeah. Yeah. This is the world we're living in now. I mean, in, in some ways how, you know, someone changes their name or, I mean, we do it with the Wachowskis, right? Exactly. So, but that's the thing. They've always been the Wachowskis, not individuals Yeah, in the All conversation. Right. That's so, a good point. That's so, just yeah, the last But I name. think that that's how I would handle the Elliot Page thing okay. when referring to movies like Juno or like before all yeah. that. Because I think that, like, I mean, who's, am I, I'll go to IMDb and see what the credit is in Right, because it could say as Ellen, because that's that would just be a name. Right. right? Because actors... We'll do stuff under different names all the time. And um, yeah, because actually right now I'm looking at their credits for uh, for Juno. Yep. And it says Elliot Page plays Juno McGuff. And then parenthetically, it says as Ellen Page. Well, that answers the question then. And that's probably, yeah. So. And that's probably what the IMDb, um, uh, like how his page is right now so yeah you know whatever okay. movie you know he's attached to that's how it's gonna come up yeah okay so. all right that's fair so that's fair yeah, yeah no and, i think it's always evolving and it really just comes down to <laughs> you know our unofficial maxim don't be an asshole don't don't be a dick to other people and let people just you know if ellen page now is called Elliot Page. It changes everybody else's life, not one iota. It doesn't take anything away. It doesn't add anything. It's just what it fucking is. Shut up and just, you know, 
that's yeah it's what just it is right three now. different letters exactly so so okay so now next step um nova wants to be referred to as they and them okay uh, we were a little resistant to it because of her age, because we're like, okay, well, we know who you follow on Instagram. We know the videos you watch on YouTube. Are you following someone else's lead? Are you being influenced by somebody else that you might like as an entertainer or whatever? Or is this honestly you? So we told her to think about it for a little while. And then she brought it up again. So... I thought about it and I said, what do you know about this? Why do you want, why, why explain it to me? And she couldn't. And I said, Nova, this is why I'm having a hard time accepting you saying this because you can't articulate any point about why you want this change done. So when, when you told us you were gay, obviously if I asked why, you'd say, because I'm attracted to girls. Because that's pretty definite. You know who right. you're attracted to. Right. Um, I said, uh, so it was a long conversation of you don't need to label yourself at 12. You haven't had any social interaction with your peers for a year now. You, this is how you're going to represent yourself, but you don't know anything about the history or the meaning of it that you can say to us. And then she went to bed. She was obviously disappointed with what we said, but basically what we said was explain it to me because I was honest with her and I may sound like an asshole, but I said, I don't get it. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't understand the non-binary designation. I said, because I'm a middle-aged straight white guy and that is how I identify. I don't understand not identifying as either. I said, I get both extremes of man and woman. I said, I don't understand the middle part. Right. Explain that to me and help me understand it. And she hasn't yet, but I was, after she went to bed, but she's thinking about it now. I don't know if she is. Well, um, she may be like, you know, working her way toward being able to articulate it. Right now, it's, maybe. you know, maybe just a, like a, a feeling, something visceral, something like her. Um, but, you know, maybe that will sort of prompt her to figure out a way to articulate it. Yeah, yeah. But I did, so. when she went to bed, I did read about um parents experiences with it and what ages kids start to realize this stuff and i realized that you know if that's how she feels that's how she feels and i'm I, i'm wrong to not just go with it i will admit that so i decided we'll just fucking go with it yeah and we've been trying it and i've been fucking it up because <laughs> because it's been 12 years of calling her one thing Every right. single day, like a hundred times a day. So I'm, I'm trying to avoid the entire thing by just calling her by her name. Yeah. I don't but, know I, if know, that's just, right or wrong, but. Acknowledging to her that you're 
trying and that you're sorting it out from your point of view, as yeah. well as, as her sorting it all out from her point of view, as long as you're all kind of like on the same page of we're all trying to sort this out because it, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be a black and white thing. Right. And, you know, you didn't just totally squash it and you're open-minded and she knows that. And, you know, um, once it's all said and done, you know, she's your kid, you love her. She knows that. And you're going to be supportive. And the bottom line is that, you know, she's happy. I They're hope happy. so. I hope so. Right. See, see how hard that is. Yeah, no, completely, completely. So, and it's my um, problem. It's my oh gee, oh, right. it's my oh completely. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling you know bad what? for myself. You know, but a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, it's either going to be easier or it's going to be slightly different. Yeah, but, or she's going to change her mind. I said because right. there's a lot of a lot of kids that that I read about. Not a lot, but there's a few that I read about that change their minds and they go back. Yeah, and and I and I said to her, I said, look. I said, we've always been honest about this. When you said you were gay, we're like, yeah, obviously. We, we knew that. Um, <laughs> about time you caught up. Exactly. No, I said, and it's good at the age you're at that you felt comfortable enough to tell us. And that's that's right. impressive. I said, right. I, said I, I was resistant to this because, you know, it's foreign to me. It's new. I don't understand it. I said, Nova, you have to understand. When I was your age, we were running around calling everybody fags. It was an insult. I said, so your mom and I have come a long way understanding that fag, faggot, retard, gay, those are not insults, but they used to be. So we don't do that anymore because we understand. I said, now this is new information. I said, the whole, the whole identity thing, the whole pronoun thing is for the mainstream relatively new. I said, so we're going to fuck it up a lot. And all those gay faggot retards out there. Just, well, just they're all, they're all, trying. they're all proud boys. They don't listen. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the, the proud boys are just fucking assholes. Idiots. Yeah. So no, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's important. And I think that you're, you know, you're letting, you know, as long as, there not going to bed at night thinking i have no one to talk to right right and and that's that's what i thought was we sent her to bed and she's up there laying in bed just thinking about this and just stewing or starting to hate us and 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 i don't want to be the reason for her therapy and i don't want her to be the reason that she's mad at us um and it's my it's my problem and it's something I have to work out. And I told right. her. And that. as long as 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 long as she knows you're trying. Yeah. So and it's it's yeah. I, I feel bad that I couldn't jump right on board with it. But I think but it's I, it's important that you're honest about you know, your uncertainty around it too. And that, and that, that Nova sees that uncertainty, Yeah, you know, and knows that, you know what, dad's trying to figure this shit out too. So great. We can talk about this and I can talk to him and he can talk to me and we can all just sort of 
sort this shit out because we're all stuck in the house together. And um, this is weighing on my mind. And I'm glad that my parents are, you know, willing to have the conversation with me, even though that at the end of it, there's still a question mark. But there's the conversation before that question mark instead of just an emphatic no. Right, right, yeah. So, and but and the first time, but the first time we did say, think about this, think about this for a little bit, and then and then let us know what it's what's going on. And she didn't. She 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 got more and more moody as time went on. And this was about six weeks ago that it first happened. And then she had a real hard time bringing it up again. And once she started having a hard time with it, I'm like, oh, here we go again. And I I felt a little bad for thinking that, but it took her 20 minutes to say it. I'm like, just just fucking open your mouth, kid. Come on. If there's one thing we do in this family, it's fucking talk. Right. So just say it. And she said it, and I'm like, why couldn't you say that 20 minutes ago when I knew that's what you were going to bring up? And she's like, well, if you knew I was going to bring it up, I'm like, don't start that shit because you know that it's not my thing to bring up it's yours okay and then it was it was i don't get it and i'm i'm being honest i mean i i sort of get it but i don't get it get it it hasn't clicked and that's kind of what's great about the conversation though especially now that it's in your house and it's personal it's going to help you get it and it's going to help nova get it yeah. So, and, you know, at the end of it all, you're both going to be, you know, better for it. You're, you're all going to be better for it. And, yeah. you know, I just, I just, she follows a lot of, for um, working on it. She follows a lot of nine bi- non-binary uh, people, artists and stuff on Instagram and um, YouTube. And that's why I was worried about her being influenced because she is naive and she is 12 and she doesn't have a lot of experience outside the house because you know, she's 12 and I want to make sure that she's making the decision that's best for her. So I'm coming at it from a, don't let other people decide who you are. Don't jump on a bandwagon because you think it's cool because you don't know everything about the community you want to belong to. That's where I'm coming from a, I guess, a practical standpoint, and she's coming from an emotional feelings standpoint. And and both are valid. So it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, and the kind it's it's I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to come up and evolve. And yeah. Yeah, she's dead set against dresses. But I think that's her 12-year-old reaction to them. Yeah. Because I've said to her, I'm like, Nova, if you're neither and both, because I guess that's that's the best I can describe it. I said, then you can wear anything and you do look nice in dresses and you do look good in, you know. I said, if you want to dress in sundresses in the summer or you want to dress like a rockabilly guitarist, I really don't care. Uh, it's fine. But know that you would look good in both outfits. Don't discount dresses because you think they're too girly. So she's like, all right, I'll think about it. I'm like, okay. 
because she does. She looks good. I want her to be. I want her to be and feel attractive, you know, so that she can attract the best people. Because that's isn't that what you want for your kids? Of course, you don't you want, want them to you be them you know, comfortable you know. in their own skin, and you know, walk out of the house feeling pretty good. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want so, them attracting the uh, John Benders of the world. Right. But, you know, at 12 years old, it's just like, I don't know what this thing does. It's my body. And the arms, how does that work? I don't know how to walk anymore. And what the fuck is coming on? I don't know what this is. I'm I'm going to bed. Fuck everybody. Goodbye. A a lot of it is, what do you mean I have to change my clothes every day? Oh, I have to wash my hair in the shower? I don't smell you. Smell. Fuck you. Nova, why do you smell like a rotting delicatessen in the summer in Florida? I swear to God, Ellen told me that uh, one of the one of the ladies she works with, her son, all of a sudden one day, cleaned his room all on his own, groomed himself, kept his clothes clean, because all of a sudden, girls. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that one day <laughs> they're going to realize that the soap goes in the armpits, and deodorant goes there too, and they start yeah they start properly cleaning themselves because. Holy shit. If you don't have to go to school, you don't have to shower. You just have to look good from the shoulders up. And it's a fight. Get in the fucking shower. Wash all the slimy parts. Because that's your whole body. God damn it. (laughs) You shouldn't walk into the bathroom after a child's been in there and gone, why is the air beefy? (laughs) Why is the air dirtier than before? Oh, it tastes like a fucking Slim Jim in here. (laughs) You know, and not one of the good kinds at the like the counter at, at at the at the gas station. This one's been like under the seat. This is the one you take out of the oh, wrapper wild. and it bends at a at a at a hundred and seventy yeah. degree angle. <laughs> yeah. Floppy slim jims. Uh. Call Alex Braun. <laughs> All right, I think that's where we ended. It's two I hours. I think that's where we end this one. Two hours. Total recap of the Season finale for the Mandalorian. So yeah, good. A bunch of gender confusion for me. Yeah. So we'll get you there. Yeah. So everyone wear a mask. Be safe. Um, get the shot if it's offered. Yeah. Get the shot if it's Don't offered. Go to somebody's house for Christmas. Yeah. Don't. Just stay home. God. I think that's, oh. that's you know, good for, except Australia, who seems to have their shit under control. And New Zealand. Yeah, but Everybody going out there, you're just going to get home. eaten by a spider. So I don't know. I don't know. See, you don't see a lot of deaths in Australia from that shit. So I think the people there are pretty evolved past that. I think they just yell, oh, fuck off, you drongo. And then it's all good. <laughs> I wasn't even attempting an accent there. So <laughs> I want to point that out. Oh, uh, that's fun. But I do like the insult drongo. That's a That's a good one. It's a good one. Um, so yeah. All right, folks. So. Um, have a have a nice holiday, everybody, because that's coming up for those of you who are Christmas people, um, and all the other holidays too. All the other holidays. So happy holidays, right? Um, and all socialist. that. Chris, Merry Christmas. Yeah, thanks. It's and, uh, named after me. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Yeah, I tried. And um, what else? Oh yeah, go watch my show. That's right. Uh, what else? That's my. This plug. is the plug. Yeah. This is the plug. <laughs> So that's it. You plugged it. That's it, everybody. All right. Bye. We'll uh, catch on the flippity flop. (laughs) Bye.
Bye. <laughs>